1 Samuel chapter 25. Now Samuel died, and all the Israelites were gathered together and lamenting him. And they buried him in his house at Ramah. And David rose and went down to the wilderness of Paran. And there was a man in Maon whose possessions were in Carmel. And the man was very wealthy, and he had 3,000 sheep, 1,000 goats, and they were shearing the sheep there in Carmel. Verses 1 and 2. Now, Carmel is the mountain range that goes from east to west. It starts at the port city of Haifa and goes east along that area. And actually, Megiddo is in a portion, a lower portion of this range of Carmel, just about the end of the range towards the east. So there, Nabal, his servants, were shearing his sheep. Now, the name of the man was Nabal, and the name of his wife was Abigail. And she was a woman of good understanding and a very beautiful face. But the man was churlish and evil in his doings, and he was of the house of Caleb. And David heard in the wilderness that Nabal was shearing his sheep. And so David sent out 10 young men. And David said to his young men, get up to Carmel and go to Nabal and greet him in my name. And thus shall you say to him who is living in such prosperity, peace both to you and peace to your house and peace to all that you have. Now I've heard that you have shears and now your shepherds, which were with us, we did not hurt them, neither was there anything missing from them. All the while, they were in Carmel. Ask your young men, and they will show you. Wherefore, let my young men find favor in your eyes, for we come in a good day. Give, I pray you, whatsoever comes to your hand unto your servants and to your son David. And when David's young men came, they spoke to Nabal, according to all the words in the name of David. And then they had finished. Nabal answered David's servants and said, Who is David? And who is the son of Jesse? There are many servants nowadays that break away from a man's master. Shall I then take my bread and my water and my meat that I have killed for my shears and give it to men whom I know not from where they are? So David's young men turned their way, and they went again, and they came and told David all those sayings. And David said to his men, All right, men, put on your swords. So every man put on his sword, and David also put on his sword. And they went up after David about 400 men. 200 men stayed by their stuff. And one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife, saying, Behold, David sent messengers out of the wilderness to greet our master. And he railed on them. But the men were very good to us. We were not hurt, neither did we miss anything, as long as we were conversant with them in the fields. They are, were a wall to us, both by night and by day, the whole while we were there keeping the sheep. Now, therefore know and consider what you're going to do, for evil is determined against our master and against his house. For he is such a man of Belial that a man can't speak to him. Verses 3 through 17. In Proverbs 19, 20 and 21, it says, Listen to counsel and receive instruction, that you may be wise in your latter days. There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, 
the Lord's counsel, that will stand. So they came to Nabal's wife and they said, hey, man, David has sent these servants to talk to our master. <laughs> he, he absolutely railed on them. It's not good because David's men were indeed kind to us. They were a wall to us. They didn't take anything from us. And now evil is determined. We can't talk to him, you know. I mean, no one can talk to him. He's just such a character. Now, the word Nabal means foolish. And she said, don't regard this guy. He's a fool like his name. So he is. His name is a fool. So you know he's, well, he's just, well, they named him well. And so Abigail, Nabal's wife, made haste, and she took 200 loaves, two bottles of wine, five sheep that were already dressed, and five measures of parched corn, and a hundred clusters of raisins, and 200 little cakes of dried figs. And she laid them on the donkeys, and she said to her servants, Go on before me. Behold, I come after you. But she didn't tell them, she didn't tell her husband, Nabal. And it was so, as she rode on the donkey, that as she came down by the covert of the hill, and behold, David and his men were coming down against her, and she met them. Now, David had said, Surely in vain have I kept all that this fellow has in the wilderness, so that nothing was missed from all that pertained to him, and he has requited me evil for good. And so more also do God unto the enemies of David, if I leave all that pertained to him by the morning light, any man at all. And when Abigail saw David, she hurried, got off her donkey, and fell down before David on her face, and bowed herself to the ground, and fell at his feet and said, Upon me, my Lord, upon me let this iniquity be, and let your handmaid, I pray you, speak in your audience, and hear the words. Don't let my Lord, I pray you, regard this man of Belial, even Nabal, for as his name is, so is he. Verses 18 through 25. Fool is his name, and folly is with him. But I, your handmaid, saw not the young men of my Lord, whom you did send. I didn't see them. Now, therefore, my Lord, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, seeing the Lord has withheld you from coming to shed blood and from avenging yourself with your own hand, now let your enemies and they that seek evil to my Lord be as Nabal. And now this blessing which your handmaid has brought unto my Lord, let it be given unto the young men that follow my Lord. I pray you, forgive the trespass of your handmaid. For the Lord will certainly make my Lord a sure house. Because my Lord fights the battles of the Lord. And evil has not been found in you in all your days. Yet a man has risen to pursue you and to seek your soul. But the soul of my Lord shall be bound in the bundle of life with the Lord your God. And the souls of your enemies, them shall he sling out. As out of the middle of a sling. So Abigail is there pleading with David. Beautiful woman here has brought all of these things and she is making good sense. You know, why should you avenge yourself? God will avenge you, David. He's taking care of you. And so forgive the foolishness of this foolish man. 
And it shall come to pass, when the Lord shall have done to my Lord according to all the good that he has spoken concerning you, and shall have appointed you the ruler over Israel, then this will not be a grief to you if you avenge yourself. This won't be on your conscience that you came up and you wiped out this guy and his family just because he didn't give the provisions that you were wanting for your men. But when the Lord shall have dealt well with my Lord, then remember your handmaid. So David said to Abigail, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, which sent you to meet me this day. And blessed is the advice, and blessed are you, which have kept me today from coming to shed blood and from avenging myself with my own hand. Verses 30 through 33. Now, to me, this shows the greatness of David, right? I mean, some men are so dumb that they can't take advice from a woman. You know, they think, no, oh, I'm the man, and, and they're not willing to listen to anybody much, and really, oftentimes, not a woman. But here, it really shows the greatness of David. Ah, oh, blessed be you of the Lord. That's good advice. Blessed is your advice. You're just a blessed person. And thank you for coming and stopping me from avenging myself and shedding blood, avenging myself. He saw that the advice was sound. He saw that it was good, and he respected it. He admired her for it. And, of course, many characteristics about Abigail. Very, very sharp. She was a good woman. It reminds me very much of my own wife. I have been blessed to have an Abigail in my life. My wife shares the heart of this Abigail. She's just a beautiful, outstanding person. For in very deed, as the Lord God of Israel lives, which has kept me back from hurting you, except you had come to meet me, surely there had not been to Nabal any left in his family. So David received of her hand that which she had received of him, and said to her, Go up in peace to your house. I have hearkened to your voice. I have accepted what you said. So Abigail came to Nabal, and behold, he held a feast in his house, like the feast of a king, and Nabal's heart was merry within him, for he was very drunk. Therefore she did not tell him anything, less or more, until morning. But it came to pass in the morning, when the wine was gone out of him, <laughs> Nabal sobering up, that his wife told him of these things, that his heart died within him, and he became as a stone. Verses 34 through 37. So he was so angry, and he was so upset in what she did, he just froze. His heart died within him, and actually he probably had a heart attack. So the whole crazy mixed-up marriage situations that began, which of course with Solomon, when he took over as king, took to the extremes, foolish extremes. And it came to pass 10 days afterwards that Nabal died. The Lord smote Nabal and he died. And when David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, blessed be the Lord that he has pleaded the cause of my reproach from the hand of Nabal and has kept his servant from evil. For the Lord has returned the wickedness of Nabal upon his own head. And David sent and communed with Abigail, that she might become his wife. And when the servants of David were come to Abigail to Carmel, they spoke unto her, saying, 
David sent us to you to take you to him for a wife. And she arose, bowed herself on her face to the earth, and said, Behold, let your handmaid be a servant to wash the feet of the servants of my Lord. And here again, man, she's just showing this greatness of this woman, Abigail. She said, oh, let me wash your feet, the feet of the servants of my Lord. So they were servants, but yet a very gracious woman and a marvelous woman indeed. So Abigail hurried and arose and rode upon a donkey with five of her damsels that went after her. And she went after the messengers of David and became his wife. Now, David also took Ahinoam of Jezreel, and they were also both of them his wives. But Saul had given Michael, his daughter, David's wife, to Falti, the son of Laish, which was of Galam, verses 38 through 43. So what a character we find in David. What character we find in Abigail. Next time, we will continue the story of David. Shall we pray? Father, oh God, you have given us your son, Jesus, to behold and to cherish. We listen to these words of your Bible and we think of them as stories. But these are true happenings. They're real occurrences. Father, let us take the lessons that you unfold for us and let us play them out in our own lives. May we find comfort in your words and refreshment in your grace. We love you, Yahweh. We love you, Jesus. It's in your awesome name that we pray and all God's children said, Amen.